All right, here we go again. I want to thank you all for tuning in. And if you're just tuning in now, before the break, we were talking about we're going to get into a little bit strategic talk on mortgages. And in case you are not familiar with this show, my name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher. Uh, we created this company in the city of London to help, you know, help you shop around, one-stop shop. We deal with over 35 banking institutions. I mean, I know we, we know all the big five and we like to work with them. Of course, here I am in the TD building right now, so it's only fair to bring them up. And then, of course, we have trust companies. Have you guys ever heard of First National? Because a lot of people are comfortable with dealing with a brand they know, but go look up First National. They've written $100 billion in residential Canadian mortgages. I mean, that's not a small lender. So you have trust companies you could deal with, and then you have credit unions too. I mean, down in this part of southwestern Ontario, there's some very common names, and and depending, I live, I've mentioned before on the show, I live out in Dorchester, so sometimes if it's a, you know, a house that's part office on a main street in a small town, maybe a credit union can uh, somehow save you money. Maybe, here's an example, guys, of saving you uh, the most amount of money. I had a deal this week that <clears throat> it was a small town just like that, zoned both, like a uh, an office slash house. I think it was a travel agent office. And anyway, what happened was the bank was giving a lower interest rate. So right away you're attracted to that. But the bank wanted a $3,000 appraisal. A credit union was going to do it with a residential appraisal because it was owned both, and that was only $300, but it was a higher interest rate. So, of course, the client went right for the lower interest rate because that's what we do as Canadians. But we're here to make sure you get the best deal. Okay, and here's what I mean by that. It turned out the savings on the interest rate was only adding up to about $1,250. Meanwhile, the cost of the appraisal was $3,000. So the lower interest rate was going to actually cost this client $1,600 over the term. Those are the type of things we want to watch out for here at Mortgage Teacher. People always say, call up and say, I'm looking for the lowest rate. Okay, let's think here, guys. You have to keep in mind you are now looking for value when it comes to these mortgage products. I don't see everyone driving the cheapest car. We're not all driving $1,000 cars all around because they're the cheapest. No, we look for the best value. And unfortunately, times have changed in the banking world in the last 50 to 100 years, people. Okay, mortgages are not the exact same. I remember my parents or my grandparents get a mortgage, tell them what their payment is. They shake their head yes. They throw the papers in the filing cabinet, and five years later, they got a phone call from someone else at that institution. No, it's more of strategic planning, and that's exactly what we do here at Mortgage Teacher. Teach you how to pay that off. Teach you how to pay the least amount of interest. Teach you how to save the most amount of money and get you down to pay. And then, which we're going to talk about in this show, as I mentioned before the break, we're going to teach you how to invest with that, okay? Not what to invest in. That's your planner. Now, here's what we're going to get into. Is anyone out there listening? I mean, I'm sure a lot of you have 20% equity in the house, at least, because if, you're, if you don't have at least 20% equity, I'm not going to lie. The rest of the show might not be as much value. But for those of you that do have 20%, listen, listen close, because this can really help. Look up the book Smith Maneuver. It's from an old friend of mine who's passed. His name's Fraser Smith. Great gentleman. Kind of looked like Santa Claus. Okay? So what happened way back in, let's call it the last kind of tech crash we had, the internet crash. That was what, 1999, 2000? Right around then, in order to put a line of credit on your house, because how many of us out there have these all-in-ones, HELOCs, step products, whatever you want to call them, 
where it's a line of credit attached to your house, okay, with a mortgage. But back when, in 2000, you had to pay your house down to zero. Did you hear that? You had to pay the house off in full to zero. Then you could register a line of credit against your house. Now, back then, the bonds weren't doing so well in Canada. And the federal government came up with a new taxation rule, something to help us out, to help stimulate the bond market. So our Canadians, our baby boomers, who are sitting on their, you know, $400,000 houses, free and clear, that's called dead equity, guys. Our federal government wanted to find a way to stimulate that debt equity and then start investing with it. So, of course, Canadian money is investing in Canadian bonds. If this is making any sense, I'm just trying to break it down for you. So what they did is they opened up a pretty decent rule. And everyone can help me out with this. Accountants, if you're tuning in, please reach out to Mortgage Teacher and we can help teach this. Here's what it is. If you borrow to invest, you get to write off the interest. Now, it depends on certain numbers, but that's how it works. So instead of saving up money to put down on a rental, here's what could happen. Or here's another story. Here's what Fraser did. So Fraser Smith, here's where the Smith maneuver comes in. Fraser Smith was the first gentleman to beat Supreme Court on making his house tax deductible. Okay, because in the States, you can write off your mortgage, but in Canada, you can't. And here's what Fraser did. Say you have a house worth 500000 he would borrow 300000 just for an example, and invest that. Because if you borrow to invest, you now get to write off the interest. Okay? That's fantastic. So he'd invest. And of course, when we, what happened was there was no product. You had to pay it down to zero. Well, not many people could afford. Maybe they still owed 100000 or 60000 So then that's when, I, and I don't quote me, I could be, uh, well, look into this, feel free. But my understanding is National Bank was the, one of the first ones to come out with an all-in-one. And that's when, as you're paying the mortgage down, okay, then the rest remainder. So give me a quick, I'll give you a quick example. Every month you're paying $1,000 off on your mortgage. As it comes down 1000 you know, from 100000 99000 98 your line of credit increases 1000 So you have that borrowing power, okay? You had a global limit registered to your house. So as you pay down the debt, you also invest. And on your investment, your financial planner sets it up that you have dividends paying for it. So at the end, you may owe 300 against your house, but that 300 is investing for you. And right now, with interest rates still low, so you can borrow cheap, and investments looking much higher than what you can borrow, there lies the opportunity. But here's the catch, guys. I am not a fan of the all-in-one, the HELOC. I am not a fan of this product because... These products, as I just told you back in 2001, they were designed to invest. Do you understand? They were not designed as the banks sell them. And I'm sorry for people that say this and hear, hear this, but these are, this is what mortgage teachers cleaning up. They are not designed for in case you want to buy a boat, in case you want to go on vacation, just in case. That's consumer debt. My worry is with this line of credit is if you do borrow a large sum on a line of credit, like, you know, 40 to 60,000. Well, that interest is compounded monthly. Not only is your line of credit a higher rate than the mortgage, it's compounded more. So have you ever heard of the money treadmill? That's when you get stuck trying to pay it down. So these HELOCs, these products, there is a place in the world for them, but it's only if someone like a mortgage teacher is there designing it with a financial planner looking out for your best interest. These are relationships, people. I mean, when it comes to a financial planner, an investor, you don't just throw your money on a counter and say, here's 200000 I don't know who you are. Let me know how it goes. No. 
You have an ongoing relationship, a portfolio you may revisit annually. You may revisit monthly. Well, now mortgage teacher, getting your mortgage is more like planning. It's the same. It's going to be tied in. Maybe you don't sit down monthly, but you do talk about your mortgage and make sure it's headed in the right way. For example, if you pay off 10000 every six months, maybe that's $10,000 you are giving to your planner. So you're quickly converting bad debt, which is non-tax deductible, into good debt that is not only investing and making you money, but you're writing off the interest. So even the tax deduction could be worth it. I have lots of people that want to benefit from this with their, you know, they have a high T4, so they need strategies like this to help go against their taxes. So if this is something that interests you, this is the type of strategies we teach here at Mortgage Teacher. If you do have 20% or more equity in the house, eh, really, if you're interested in the Smith Maneuver, it would be nice to have about 50% equity in your house because that now you have room for a strong portfolio. The most important piece of this puzzle is trusted investing. Whether you look into it on your own, which is fine, but you must have that trusted source because that's where it all comes together. Again, I'm Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And today we're teaching you not just interesting ways to save you interest, but now we're teaching you also ways to save on tax and invest at the same time. So again, if you're interested in that book, my old friend wrote, Fraser Smith, look it up. It's called The Smith Maneuver. And if you want to look into more of this or you know someone interested, please reach out to me directly. You can always reach out through Twitter at Mortgage Teacher. You can phone us, 226 289 2991. And of course, you can always look us up and please do on Google at mortgageteacher.com. Again, I'm Michael Mullis signing off. Have a great weekend, guys, and go Chiefs.